Yeah, I think we got enough for the nonsense opening. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes it's very difficult. High Mystery. Do you think that all cops are bad? Uh, <laughs> like the person living out of his RV parked outside of my uh, bedroom window? Is he a cop? No, but he thinks all cops are bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he blazingly posts it all over his side of his uh, RV. But anyway, like individually, <laughs> cops can be good. But oh, sure. Cops as a. Uh, you know, their whole thing was supposed to be protect and serve, and I feel like that has kind of just gone out the window. Yeah. So, yeah. As a as a, a conglomerate, <laughs> not so much. Sure. Well, this mystery is for you. Hi! <laughs> yes! It's High Mystery, a <laughs> podcast. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. So today we will be smoking weed. Good. <laughs> and uh, we'll be discussing mysteries, but, you know, really what we're all about is smoking weed. We talk about mysteries, but we smoke weed. I mean, if this mystery is all about police, I'm going to need to smoke some. You're going to have to smoke a lot because oh, you're going to be not liking a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, too, we often talk about the police because, you know, someone's got to bungle. You know, yeah. someone's got to mess up <laughs> enough to, to have a mystery. Uh, yeah, so, um, I have these Garden Society little mini pre-rolls. The rosettes. The rosettes. Mm. Full flower rosettes. Um, it is indica. They are cookies, skittles. Cookies, skittles. Okay. All uh, the Z's. All the Z's. And, um... If you're looking for the THC, it's actually on the box box, not oh the box box the container box. Yeah, we'll say twenty four percent. That's a wild. <laughs> he doesn't know the THC. We'll assume. Don't believe his percentages. You know, if you if you've got a box of these and you see otherwise, <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, comment comment on our YouTube. We read them all. Uh, I have a box of these, but mine are the sativa ones. Uh, it's again. Garden Society, <gasps> the rosettes. We're twinsies. I brought the box because last time I just brought the container, and yeah, it's not on there. And then um, I was like, is it on the box? Uh, and it was. Uh, so mine has SFVOG. Yeah, San Fernando, San Fernando Valley, Valley OG. OG. Where that's where we live. That's where we reside. Represent. Um, <laughs> and it has 16.38% THC way and off. a point ten CBD, but this is a sativa blend, so who knows, you know, who Could knows? Be lower. Yeah. Uh, I've got a pineapple paradise high hemp wrap, like do, and inside I've got a salad, which features Abe Farms Berry Berry, 24.19% THC, THC Design 24K, 26.14% THC, Cypress Cannabis Sour Kosher, 24.84% THC, Inhalants Orange Creamsicle, 23.67% THC, for an average THC of 24.71%. Nice, I'm glad you, you did the math for that. I did. It's a beauty. You came up with that. It's a beautiful thing. It's not too hard, you know. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, what, you like add it up and divide it by the 
how many you're putting together. Exactly. Yeah, math! Yeah, let's do this. Uh, touching. Rosette to rosette to massive. Mm-hmm. Nothing like touching your tips with friends. True. <laughs> you think you miss hugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, you got a mystery about cops? Well, something like that. Ghost. I- I have been put in handcuffs more than one time. Have you guys uh, had any experiences like this? Uh, Once, uh, when my motorcycle broke down on the 101, um, the cops followed me (laughs) in their car as I pushed my motorcycle (laughs) up the hill at midnight to get it to a place that I can park it. And then they were like, do you have a place to go? Do you have anywhere to get home? I was like, nope, I'm just going to walk. He's like... Well, we can take you to the nearest bus station, but we're not taking you home. I was like, all right. And they had to frisk me and handcuff me and throw me in the back seat in order oh, to do so. There's a cute uh, reason. It wasn't. Yeah, no. I, I've never been <laughs> arrested, never been read my Miranda rights or any nonsense like that. I, neither time did they read me my Miranda rights. I mean, besides, like, getting busted for traffic and, like, you know, having to go to court for possession of weed and stuff. Uh, I think there was one time when me and my friends were being hooligans and we climbed the side of an apartment building and like we're running around on the roofs. And uh, at this time, I was not faster than my friends. So needless to say, I was the one who got caught. Everyone else got caught. <laughs> <laughs> let them try and pull that shit to you today. Right? You'd be outrunning everybody. <laughs> um. All right, so uh, today uh, I brought in the mystery. It is the murder of Candace Hiltz. Mm. Candace Hiltz. Candace Hiltz. This one is a bit of a doozy. (laughs) Just so you know, (laughs) this would be some bummer summer type stuff. It's weird because usually murders are so light. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Candace Hiltz was born on December 22nd. 1988. Oh, almost a Christmas baby. Uh-oh, that's my birth year. Oh. At a young age, she was considered a child prodigy. Really? It's all about the 88s, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Colin? Yeah, child that's prodigy? Right. <laughs> Were you doing calculus at the age of 11 like she was? No, but people were fucking floored by my personality. Right? I was going to say the musical <laughs> theater version. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's fair. The musical theater equivalent, the entertainment equivalent. I danced in the, like, in the restaurants we would go to and sang all the time. Like, oh, nice. Picking out the stuff on the jukebox was really important to me, and then I would dance up and down the aisles of the restaurant. And yeah. Lots of people knew that I was that kid who liked was dancing all I'm over the place. I'm just sad that I haven't had more dining experiences like that. Uh, sure. I think it'd be a little weirder if a 30-year-old man was dancing down the aisles to a little kid. It's <laughs> slightly less cute when an old man does it. Only slightly. <laughs> Uh, Her father died when she was just five, and she was raised from then on by her mother. On top of being brilliant, Candace was considered to be very protective of those that couldn't protect themselves and had a great affinity for the law. She had a great affinity for the law? Yes. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to bat the table, but I, what? <laughs> I mean, she's smart, so she's she's seen that the rules are in place and that, like, you know, there's loopholes in it. So if you mm. know the law, then you know the loopholes. Mm. Is her dad a cop or is someone well, in her life? Nobody was a cop in her life, and her dad died when she was five, so. So where does it come from? I don't know. So How did the dad die? Was it, like, a mugger or something? So, like, you know, like Batman, the parents died by uh, a mugger, and he became a... Uh, Batman. Yeah, did I mean, she become Batman at a young age? <laughs> I don't know how the dad died, but I don't think it was dramatically affected her uh, view on the law. She was like, okay, yeah, yeah. okay for sure. So yeah, it wasn't like somebody escaped from the system and killed her dad and she had to become <laughs> a lawyer. Right, or someone uh, got <laughs> off on like, uh, you know, they were convicted, or not convicted, but acquitted and then, like, they went and murdered again, and it's like, you bastard. Right, yeah, none of that. It's just, she just, uh, for some reason that we can't fathom. Sure. It's really in the law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the age of 16, Candace would give birth to a child of her own. Okay. At the age of 17, and with an 11-month-old child, she was a junior at Birmingham Young University and had just been... Ex- Wait. Birmingham Young or Brigham Young? That's the one. Brigham, Brigham Young. Brigham Young University. Yeah, it didn't look, it didn't sound right as I said it out loud. <laughs> I was like, Birmingham <laughs> Young? What? <laughs> it's a young Young. Birmingham. Brigham Young was Brigham the, Young he's the University. guy who led the Mormons after uh, Joseph Smith, right? I had, sure. you know, this is news to me. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure that's the deal. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's where Brigham Young comes from, but uh, now I have to look it up to be sure. Well, she was a junior at that university at 17 and had just been accepted to Stanford Law School. Wow, that's prestigious. The father of her children is in the picture? Uh, No, I don't think he is. He's alive and well, but he's just not with her. I'm correct. It is he's the second president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Nice. Good for him, you know. Do your well, thing. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure we shouldn't like congratulate him cuz I'm pretty sure he's in trouble for lots of like polygamy and things like that. Well, is he in jail? Uh, I mean, he's dead. Oh, okay. Well, then good we... for you for avoiding all that jail <laughs> time. <laughs> I don't know his whole story, but I, I think it was bad. You know, don't don't grow up to be like him, but, you know. <laughs> if you're gonna, don't get caught. Yeah, don't get caught. <laughs> so, she hoped to one day be a Supreme Court justice. Uh, okay. So, now that we are all cut up, here is where the story begins. Okay. On August 10th, 2006, a deputy by the name of Robert Dodd from the Fremont County Sheriff's Department in Colorado arrived at the Hiltz's home to question Candace's mother, Dolores, about Candace's brother, Dolores's son, James. They wanted to know his whereabouts in regards to a trespassing charge. Sorry, so I lied when I said I was all caught up. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, she is a junior in college. She is, yes. And about to maybe transfer to Stanford. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's got two kids. And now the cop comes to her about one of her kids or her brother? Her brother. Okay. Her brother. She's living with her mother at this time. And they're questioning the mother about Candace's brother or Dolores' <laughs> son's okay. whereabouts. 
I'm on board. Um, okay. I should say, as it needs mentioning, that James had a mental illness of severe paranoia to the point of a phobia towards people and was living alone in a tent in the woods behind the Hiltz's home. Also, it's got to be hard to be the brother of a genius. Sure. I mean, look at, uh, you know, Especially we've we all seen Young Sheldon or... Uh, I mean, I have. <laughs> who was the other one with the really smart... Malcolm? Was he really smart? Malcolm, he was in done? the middle. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's hard. I, it's <laughs> but he was the smartest one in the class, so really it was should have been Malcolm at the top. Sure. <laughs> uh and also, they had another kid by the end of the series, so yes, he wasn't yeah, a middle child yeah, anymore. That's right, that's right, that's right. I the mean, we do older have... Older of the middle. <laughs> Malcolm, the Malcolm the middle. was in the middle. Wait, wait a second. That's what puts him in the middle, because before there were four boys. Right? That's right, yeah, yeah. Oh, mid, mid, in the middle of the house, I guess. Yeah, but mm. he's not truly Malcolm in the middle until the end, and that's why they ended the series. <laughs> So we did it. We reached the middle. If, if you like this conversation, check out more and Turner's Tubular TV theories. So, uh, so he's got paranoia to the point of not liking people. Yeah, cop yeah. comes and visits. Where's your brother? brother? Where's your son? Uh, Why though? Why are they looking for the brother? Because of a trespassing charge. They think that he was uh, trespassing on somebody else's land. Basically, somebody has a trespassing. First thing they do is check out weird. Yeah, they check out this paranoid, you know, uh, hermit. Which doesn't surprise me too much. Sure, makes a little bit of sense. Did they say where he was trespassing? Like, was it on government property? Was he trying to break into, like, Area 51? Um, Was he trying to, like, (laughs) you know, like... Was his paranoia making him, like, break into, like, high facility I get what Tristan's asking. Like, does he want to be on the podcast? Right. Uh, (laughs) No, no, no. Severe paranoia of people. Yeah. Uh, We're not people, Rob. We're friends. But uh, more on that in just a bit. Okay. Three days after this visit, on August 13th, the Hiltz's family dog went missing. No. A search by the family was conducted, but the dog wasn't found. Not the dog. What kind of dog? This is a Disney movie, right? The dog dies. It's horrific. It all turns around. Bambi. That's the mom. The mom always dies. Yeah. yeah. Not the cute dog. Yeah. Um, Right. Leave the dog alone. Sad. Two days after that, on August 15th, Dolores left home to run some errands. While running her errands, Dolores had a feeling that something wasn't right and asked her neighbors to check in on her home. But, apparently, those neighbors never got around to doing that. What? Some good neighbor. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, wait, what were we supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if my neighbor called me and asked me to check their house, I'd do it right now. Like immediately. Yeah. yeah. Or I would say, oh, I can't right now. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe give me a few I've got hours. the kids in the tub right now or something. Yeah, you know? sure. But... Uh, Dolores would eventually arrive home, having only been gone for three hours. Okay, that's not even that long. But I imagine she came back to a grisly scene. <laughs> when she arrived, she saw her granddaughter, oh, no. Candace's daughter, crying in her crib. There was a pool of blood and drag marks. <gasps> It wasn't long before Dolores discovered Candace's body, wrapped in a green comforter and shoved beneath the bed. 
Apparently, she was shot so many times in the head, she was nearly decapitated. Jesus. Wow. Right? And then they were like, oh, tree. just going to roll it up, put it under the bed. No right? No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> Blood and drag marks all over the kitchen floor. No, it's under the bed. No one can see that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. Now, some might be thinking that her paranoid brother might have had something to do with her murder. I it, mean, it wasn't my first thought, honestly. Well, what about boyfriend husband that I would never like? He's <laughs> not in the picture. He's <laughs> not, not really in the picture. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Investigators mm-hmm. certainly had the initial thought that it was her brother. But remember five days ago when Deputy Dodd questioned the Hiltz family? He talked to the brother, right? Uh, No, he never talked to the brother. The brother wasn't there. Oh, okay. Well, during Dodd's questioning, Candace became angry with Dodd's demeanor and told him to leave. Dodd threatened to arrest Candace for interfering with an investigation to which she not only presented her wrists, requesting that she be arrested, but like the baller bee that she is, uh-huh. also threatened to expose him for taking bribes from local drug dealers. Dang, what a... Damn. <laughs> Get a girl. Apparently, Candace had witnessed Dodd taking large envelopes of assumed cash from known drug dealers in the area. Whoa. She's like, I see you. Why is she seeing that? She's... She's running. Just, uh, she's yeah. aware. She's observing. Yeah, she's Everyone just... else turns a blind eye, but she's too smart for that. Wow. And she's got a thing for justice. Yeah. How do you think Brigham Young would feel about all this? Uh-huh. <laughs> he would uh, consult his his sing stone or whatever. <laughs> yeah. no, that's Joseph Smith. <laughs> he didn't. He never got a look at that sing stone. No, Joseph Smith's the only one who looked at them. Oh, geez. I thought <laughs> the new leader would be like, "Hey, you want to see those singing stones that I've been." After staring at, right? <laughs> I don't remember if they get destroyed or they go back up to heaven with the uh, angel Moroni. I can't um, remember exactly, but Joseph Smith's the only human who saw him, and uh, he translated what he saw from the plates to someone else. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> and uh, he's the only one, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, remember that dog that went missing? Yes. Yeah. How well, could we forget that was the most tragic part. No, it's it's, burned it's, it's all very brain. tragic. It's all very tragic. Apparently, Candace went to the sheriff's office and had another war of words with Dodd or someone else with a fucking small dick and anger issues. Oh, <laughs> calling I'll you take, out. <laughs> I take. Uh, and uh, yeah, when the dog went missing, she was like, what the fuck? And she went down there and was like raising hell. Um, but we don't know the particulars of that other than she fucking raised some hell in the police station. I mean, I feel like she knew something. I mean, she's seen all these bribes happen, so... Well, now that we have that piece of information, (laughs) let's get back to the scene of the crime. Who do you think was the lead investigator in this catastrophe? Uh, Dobbs. (laughs) Dobbs. Dobbs. What is his name? Dobbs? None other than Baby Dick Dodd. And his merry band of murderous bunglers. The bungling began when investigators failed to secure the crime scene and left behind key pieces of evidence. Of course. What key pieces of evidence, you may ask? The the house was littered with bullet casings in and around the fireplace and even one in the baby's crib. Oh, jeez. 
Yowza. And you know that blood-soaked comforter that Candace was wrapped in? That too was left behind. Uh. Blood-soaked towels. They were left behind. Well, uh, they're like, this, these towels are ruined. I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> towels likely used by the killers. Yeah. Uh, Candace's blood-soaked t-shirt that she was wearing at the time of her death. Death. I guess they too didn't need uh, to be taken in for right, they're like, no, that's her blood. <laughs> She's soaked in her blood. Why do we We got enough blood, blood samples yeah. here. Dolores would later find her own clothes that were covered in Candace's blood abandoned on a hiking trail that the killers likely used to clean themselves off. Oh, yikes. DNA was collected from the garments. Unfortunately, it was from an unknown person. Hmm. <laughs> In the search, I mean, who's doing the testing? It's the police force, right? She's like, "Hey, test the DNA on these clothes," and they're like, "Yeah, for sure, we'll send it into the lab test." Oh, we don't know what it is. It is somebody we don't know, but uh, I, I mean, they probably tested by maybe an independent or something like that, and they just couldn't find a match on it, which means that they were never uh, put in the criminal system. System, right. yeah. I mean, it doesn't look good for old dots here. Nope. <laughs> he's, uh, he's uh somebody goes gets murdered who has specifically been accusing him threatening to expose him mm-hmm. right and been a thorn in his side for the last week and we already know he's a crooked cop sure <laughs> like but he's, he's he's not one of the good guys trying to bust the bad guys you know yeah. well but he's also lead investigator on the case and he knows he didn't do it right <laughs> So, in the search for Candace's brother, James, the family dog was discovered, tied to a tree, and killed from either a hatchet or a small axe. Put a big trigger warning on this episode. (laughs) James was eventually found and arrested, but only for breaking into a home and stealing some items, not the murder of his sister. So wait, they arrested him, but for something completely For something completely different, or in relation to the murder, but not the actual murder. So they couldn't, because they didn't have any evidence for that, they couldn't, like, put the murder on him, but they had this other stuff, so that was good enough. Right? So the autopsy report discovered that Candace had been shot by two to three different weapons by at least two different people. As some Just of her like wounds, and stuff. yeah, they occurred to her front and back simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Uh, this ruled James out as a suspect, as he had no guns, nor any associates, as he had a deep fear of people, including his own mother, as he believed she was not his mother, but a clone of his mother. Interesting. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he would only enter the house when no one was <clears throat> home. He didn't. Uh, he also didn't have a history of violence, mainly to, due to being scared by everyone. Yeah. Uh, during the investigation, reports from the Hiltz's family and the deputy, Baby Dick, uh, contradicted oh, each other. We should stop shaming Baby Dick. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having right? a Baby Dick. Sure, sure. Just because you have a I just assumed that he is... shitty as this cop. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume that's what gives him an inferiority complex. I just, you know, he's he's shit at his job. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's just let's just be <laughs> clear. We're shaming all cops. Yeah, clearly, yes. <laughs> uh, so they contradicted each other, and after a short time with no leads or suspects, the case went cold. Fast forward ten years later, okay. when a very unlikely break happened in the case. A man purchased an abandoned storage unit. Inside were vital pieces of evidence related to Candace's murder that had somehow been stolen from evidence and found its way into this storage unit. What? Inside this locker were the hatchet and rope that were used in the killing of the Hiltz's family dog and the socks Candace was wearing at the time of her death. Who do you suppose was the owner of this storage unit? Oh, Dots. Yes. Dotsy old Dotsy. This yeah. guy, what a shit. Dodd, Dodd. The crazy thing was, this guy that got the locker attempted to contact the sheriff's department to which they could not give a shit less. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dodd, on the other hand, was contacting this guy relentlessly, trying to buy back the items in the locker. Apparently, yeah. upon hearing that... I hope that, that guy made a shit ton of money off Dodds. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Dodds had to give up all his fucking stolen money to get those articles back. <laughs> I mean, never sold him back. He was just trying to buy him back. What I don't understand is, isn't this FBI jurisdiction at this point? Um, well, no, like, I mean... does like, go over his head? Yeah, when is he a, a peon in this stupid I thought thing? once you had a murder, the FBI was called... I think it's left up to state police or even the police in the area. Um, Yeah, I don't think they investigate every murder. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, apparently upon hearing that his locker had been sold, Dodd made alterations to the official evidence report. The sheriff's office that didn't give a shit before was now suddenly emboldened to retrieve these items. Hey, we give a shit now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now we have to get these items, I guess. Yeah. Now a higher up said we needed to. (laughs) Yeah. Now the sheriff's office was harassing this guy that owned the locker. The guy photographed and took account of the items in the locker before handing them off to the Colorado Bureau of Investigations, who oh. are now taking over the investigation. Also, I think about this all the time when I see like shows where like people be buying storage units and stuff. Like they just rummage around in the stuff, touching everything. This guy probably got his fingerprints all over these murder weapons and his DNA is all over it now. Like, you know, sometimes you just pick up a hammer and you don't think, <laughs> oh, this hammer was used to smash someone's head in. You know, oh, what is this? Oh, it's a hatchet. Oh, there's like blood all over it. I just just bought this storage unit. I had no idea. (laughs) Uh, Needless to say, Dodd retired amid a bevy of accusations uh, of of murdering and bungling. And just a few months later was brought up on charges for his mishandling of evidence as well as tampering with official paperwork. What, he got suspended for two weeks? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, I mean, he straight up retired. When he, once he found all that he's, shit out, he's like, ah, I'm, do- I'm done, guys. Oh, I'm know, tired. I'm going to move to Fairfax. You're going to do all this shit. <laughs> just going to go collect that pension I've been getting. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, absolve myself of everything. <laughs> uh, 
apparently Dodd, before piecing out of Colorado and moving to Texas, uh, he just threw away, didn't burn or destroy, just threw away evidence that implicated either him or other officers in other cases not related to Candace's murder. So this isn't a one-off? No, clearly no. not. No. Uh, this is bungling at the highest level. <laughs> this is just like this corruption. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one of which was a sexual assault case of a minor. Uh, These pieces of evidence were just found in a landfill. Despite uh, all of this, Dodd is not the lead suspect in the murder of Candace Hiltz. Are you joking me? <laughs> As of today, there have been no arrests in the murder of Candace Hiltz. Uh, no official suspects remain at large. He's just hanging out <laughs> Texas. Yeah, hanging out. I mean, I had very limited faith in the judicial system and, <laughs> uh, you know, police in general, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean... You know, if you're in the Texas area and you know a guy named Robert Dodd, I'm not saying he is a murderer. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Check out, you know, j just look him up online. If he looks like the guy that he looks like in the pictures on this murder. <laughs> it's hard to prosecute a cop. That's for sure. For sure. anything, no matter what the situation, but especially... Something where they've already tampered with the evidence. It's like, well, shit. Find a lawyer who wants that case. Yeah. So, like, the idea that it was her brother, completely nonsense. The idea yeah. that it Poor was, guy. you know, her yeah. ex-boyfriend or something. <laughs> eh, it doesn't seem like this is something he would be doing. I mean, they didn't even investigate him. So. I mean, yeah. I, I don't even know if he was in the area. He might have. He might have been like enlisted in the army and sure. overseas at the time. For, or he was now. like in a bar doing karaoke and had like 30 sure. alibis. <laughs> well, the fact of the matter is that the guy was likely under 18 as, you know, Candace was pregnant at 16, probably by another 16 slash underage. Yeah. yeah. So it's. We could hope. Yeah, we can hope. But it did nothing, nothing like that points to it. Nobody else that Candace was angry with or anything it's funny not funny eh, odd that Unusual. yeah right after this argument with dodd dog goes missing right, right. after the uh she dog goes missing in the precinct or whatever and yeah and you know that the police just went and kidnapped the dog hung it did it did its it thing yeah yeah just so that the dog wouldn't be you know barking or yeah angry or whatever so, like, this was uh, definitely premeditated, premeditated completely. And, like, very, there's motive and everything for Dodd to be doing this. And having other officers involved only makes sense because there's probably other cops that are, you know, just on the pay of the, you know, drug dealers or something in the area. Or they have dirt that Candace can expose or... Whatever the case, I'm just speculating. I'm not calling anybody out. It's like, also, what system? I'm trying to think. Like, what could you do to prevent there being like shitty cops? Like, a There's... when people report the shitty cops, don't fire them because I've seen a lot of that, where people are trying to like whistle blow and be like, "Hey, this cop is shitty," and then they're like, 
you're fired. It's the BIA, the Bureau of Internal Affairs. They investigate yeah. corruption, and it's a brand. It's like a wing of our arm, like our uh, police enforcement. That well, specifically does just y'all be dropping the ball because <laughs> <laughs> they're hey, like they're doing these guys did it a bunch and yeah. b i know for a fact this is not an isolated incident yeah for sure no yeah yeah i don't know how old the bureau of internal affairs is or anything but i know they're super unpopular amongst police because sure. their job is to incriminate other police essentially or like Get to the bottom of any wrongdoing within yeah. the force. I it's mean, like uh, so. <laughs> what's his Michael Scott and Toby Flenderson's relationship. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they like they pass each other in the hallways, but neither of them like or talk to each other. <laughs> it's like that, which is weird because I feel like people at the bureau be bungling. And be hiding <laughs> shit just as much as the cops do. So, like, y'all are working together anyways. Like, yeah. why... Maybe this whole public, oh, I don't like the Bureau because we're cops and they're trying to stop us from bungling. But in secrecy, they're like buddies, you know? They're like, <laughs> the world thinks we hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely, like, hired a wolf to police the other wolves. So, sure. yeah. yeah, who's to say? They're just over there sniffing each other's butts and... <clears throat> You know, being yeah. dogs, wolves together or whatever. I very, very rarely interacted with a police officer that he didn't just, like, belittle and treat me like shit and uh, call me fat. And, yeah. yeah so. not, a, not a fan of the police. And, you know, some of my good friends from high school are police officers. They're yeah. not listening to this episode <laughs> at <laughs> all. Some of your good it. friends. Yeah, yeah, some are. of your friends who are like, I'll hang out with you, but I am... I, I have become that guy <laughs> with the paranoia complex. I will just now. say this. Uh, one of these good friends, who I'm not naming, <laughs> but I have definitely more than once smoked weed with this guy. So, you know, what happened? <laughs> so basically what I'm hearing is that not all cops are bad, right? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what did you do? No, no, this was all before he became a cop. <laughs> oh, yeah, this was in high school. See, yeah, you missed after but post high school. I don't know what happened to this guy. Well, you know what they say that's the exception that proves the rule, right? Sure, there's got to be there's got to be one in every yeah. 10,000 or so, yeah. yeah. But also, like I was saying earlier, I feel like those are the people who like stand up for justice and then get fired. Yeah, no, I agree with you. No, 100%. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, oh, you want to be a detective? Too bad. Here's traffic duty. Right? I yeah. feel like in that sense, it's very cult-like. You know, if you don't do what the organization says, you're like ostracized or you're like punished or like very, sure. very cult mentality. Sure. Um, that's all the information that I have on the Hiltz murder. Uh, I will say the most recent uh, thing about it um, was that he was, like, brought up on charges of, like, mishandling evidence and whatnot. And that was as far back as 2018. But the fact that nothing happened. I, I don't like, know. Not even a slap on the wrist, nothing? Like... I'm, I, there was no, like, arrest and uh, sentence to, to life in prison or nothing like that. I mean, certainly no charges like... on murder. Mm. Yeah. You know, any kind of punishment for mishandling <laughs> evidence would be better than sure. just, like, hey... We let everybody know. Yeah, like, right. Mm. We blew your, you know, your secrets out, but eh, you keep doing it. I mean, but there's also when you think about mishandling evidence, there are degrees to that. There are people that just like 
Maybe they um, labeled it wrong. Like labeled, yeah, exactly. It, left it in their police car, or, yeah. took the police car home. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? There right. are certain degrees of uh, severity Who to miss this bag of a million dollars. I mean, this bag of $75,000. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, one is clearly worse than the other. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they're getting hit with the minimum penalty of that or... <laughs> Who knows what the the That's right, the we gotta protect our own. Yeah, right. But um yeah, I mean that's that's really all the information. Uh, this guy's still hanging out in Texas as far as I know. So where's the mystery? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. The public opinion has certainly deemed this guy bad, or right. at least my public opinion, because my opinion has been made public. I mean, Boom. This isn't something a Bigfoot would ever do, that's for sure. Right? No, yeah. Uh, a, no Sasquatch, no cryptid. They don't use guns. Yeah, it doesn't make sense also, uh, for like, any stranger to do this. The degree that they went to says a lot about their character. Right? Like, it wasn't just like, oh, we got to silence this person. They were like, we're going to shoot this person in the head, all of <laughs> us, like multiple people, yeah. many times. We're gonna shoot this mom, this mother of a, this young mother, this right. not even adult. Yeah, a child. Yeah, that's kind of insane. Yeah, it's totally with the baby right fucking, there with in the, the crib. Like I'm sure the baby right was there. making some noise. Eleven yeah, months. Like, <laughs> horrible. Terrible. And then the dog. Let's not forget that those monsters had to do that too. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, what I'm hoping is that. Uh, you know, I keep the story alive with with this episode. Maybe it's picked up by other people. Maybe the story never dies. Maybe, you know, justice happens. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Can we end on a high note somehow? Is that well, I was going to say uh, maybe she was being recruited or something. Like, she's this brilliant young mind, right? I like that. To go to Stanford, so maybe... They had, you know, she's now, like, in an MIB situation where yeah. her, like, real personality had to die. Exactly. So They like, had to shoot her in the head so many times so they couldn't recognize the body wasn't hers. Yeah, and this is just a plant. Like, this isn't even a real human body. This is just a replicated human body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the real... Candace? Is that right? Candace. The real Candace is actually... Fighting intergalactic missions in the stars, keeping us safe. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well. Let's go with that. Yeah. We're going (laughs) with that for sure. In the end, (laughs) not all cops are bad. This one. This one certainly, yes. (laughs) He's bad. We can all label that. Not all people with comically small penises are bad they're not this guy on the other hand and, terrible and having a comically small penis is not always bad <laughs> or necessarily comical <laughs> but his was <laughs> just love your body yes, yes. thank you yes. whatever makes you happy <laughs> yeah you're the only one who has to be with you all the yeah. time don't yeah, don't true. take bribes from drug dealers don't uh, don't go murdering people don't, don't chase in waterfalls. Yeah. <laughs> Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. <laughs> For I Mystery, I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. What happened to us? <laughs>
New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at High Mystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.